here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, they hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den Podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast, your source for all the Amazon techniques and strategies you need to take your campaigns to the moon. I've been hearing this phrase a lot, Michael, so I figured we also help people take their campaigns to the moon. To the moon. Have you, have you heard this a lot? It's going around. Uh, Bitcoin, no. Ethereum. Oh, Bitcoin, yeah. Bitcoin, totally. stock market. Everything's going to the moon. Dogecoin. How much Dogecoin have you uh, invested uh, lately? None. None at all. Do you know you know about Dogecoin? <laughs> no, that one's actually new to me. You Dogecoin. don't know about Dogecoin? No, oh, I'm man. behind the game. Behind the game. You got to spend at least five minutes a day looking at Elon Musk's <laughs> Twitter account. For those out there that have heard about all these things, you know about GameStonk? Yes. Okay. Welcome to the show, everyone. Um, speaking of taking things to the moon, uh, welcome uh, back. Your campaigns are about to go to the moon. Um, we've got a pretty interesting topic today. It was a topic that we were talking about internally where I went to you, Michael, and I was like, Hey, how do you do reporting? And you said something. And then I went to somebody else on the team. How do you do reporting? And they said something. And I was like, Oh, I maybe think reporting should be like this. We all had different ideas about reporting, all good ones, but I figured it'd be really great if we sat down, we just mapped out for an hour. We dumped a lot of thoughts down about good reporting. Uh, and we figured, hey, if this is useful for us internally, it's def going to be useful for those out there. Reporting, some, a lot of, I have a lot of friends that think reporting is like the bane of their existence. Like they have to spend so long on something that they send to somebody else. And that person asks a question about something that wasn't even included in the report and completely ignores everything that was just said. Have you ever experienced this? <laughs> yes, yeah, we all have for sure. Anyone who's prepared a report for anyone has experienced this. Um, and I think that even like when you're working on your campaigns by yourself, a lot of the things that we're going to talk about will help you better manage your own campaigns. So reporting is not busy work. We're going to talk about how to make reporting actually useful, actually improve your campaigns, and actually improve your skills as a PPC manager. Let's jump into it. Section one. I see a lot of people do this style of reporting. Uh, I'm going to call them. <clears throat> I don't like. To, I don't like to use negative words. I'm going to say lazy Larry. This style of reporting, I believe, is the most popular style of reporting. 
which is where you just go into campaign manager and you just look at it and that's it. And then you make your judgment from there. That is not reporting. That's like a check-in. You're checking in, getting the pulse of things, seeing how things are going. That is not reporting. Reporting is something so much more powerful and reporting can actually be an optimization tool. A classic example of this is where somebody's like, hey, uh, ACOS is really important. ACOS is really important. And then they do like a check-in and they see a completely different metric. And then they get pulled down a rabbit hole completely in a different direction because they didn't have like a, a strong idea of what they want, what data they want to actually extract from their accounts, like what data would actually help them make better decisions. They're sort of like looking at one metric and they see another metric and then another one. And it's this sort of like disjointed approach. Um, I'm sure we've all, we've all done this from time to time, but this is not reporting. This is a check-in, I think. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, the reporting needs to be a whole story. It's more of a holistic thing based on a strategic mission of some sorts. Yeah, and we're getting there. And getting there. I also think a lot of people think that reporting is busy work, uh, where it's just like, it's just something that you do that maybe your boss asks you to do, or maybe your client asks you to do. I doubt anyone who manages their own campaigns would ever prepare a report, because like, why would you go do busy work for your campaigns? But I mean, this is an idea that I've had at certain points in my career, where it's like, man, why did I prepare this report? What am I doing here again? So, I mean, I think this is a real thing that everybody goes through. Yeah, it's one of those things where you kind of, it's the whole analogy of, of looking at the, the painter whose house isn't painted, you know, the, the person who, who owns a landscaping business whose lawn is just out of control. But yeah, you need to jump in. There's certain trends that present themselves. Um, sometimes they're cyclical and you wouldn't notice that if, um, if you weren't doing the reporting on a regular basis, or at least looking at outside of what that snapshot is that you're seeing as a default on your screen when you log into Amazon. Uh, said so well. That that that's such a great uh, analogy. Um, so reporting really is. I want to shift people's idea. Reporting is not looking at numbers. It's not just like what's my A cost right now, what's my revenue right now. It, that is not reporting. <laughs> that's a piece of reporting. Yes. Reporting should be an optimization tool, which means it literally helps you better optimize, understand, and improve your campaigns. And you can't do that if all you're doing is, what's my A cost last 30 days? What's my A cost last week? That's not reporting. So reporting like should allow you to reflect and strategize what actions are gonna do. I made an assumption in the past. Was I proven correct? Was I proven wrong? Why was I correct? Why was I wrong? How do I get a new idea about this campaign? Like you see where I'm going with this. Reporting is not just looking at some numbers in isolation. You need to tie these things together. So there's four parts to what we believe makes up good reporting. And let's jump into it. Alrighty, so this, this first one is the most important part and it is the strategic mission, the mission of what you're trying to accomplish yes. in the campaigns. Uh, what are some sample missions that people might have for any particular advertising account? Well, one mission in general could be increasing revenue. Increasing revenue. Another mission could be brand exposure, so impression growth. Uh, another mission could just be working on efficiency, 
So getting that A cost down. Um, another, yeah. and then if you're talking about efficiency again, maybe it's, uh, you know, the click through rate, maybe it's increasing that click through rate. Yeah. Product launch phase, uh, market penetration in a new niche, like all of these things, the, the strategic mission, like why are you looking at your campaigns? Why do you care about them? What are you trying to accomplish in them right now? Uh, it's basically a goal, but when you say mission, it, it's a lot more weighty. Um, so it's like, what are you, why are you taking actions? What are all the actions in the account accumulating to? And I think like literally writing this out at the start of every report is something that needs to happen. Um, so like this, let's say this particular quarter, you're trying to improve revenue 25% while maintaining an ACOS underneath 30%. So you have that, you plaster it at the top, you make sure that's your most important KPI, you make sure that's dictating how the lens in which you view everything and that guides it. And you know, sometimes you might, you know, you, that might point out when you have goals that are too off the wall or too far out of left field. Uh, you know, imagine, you know, you're sitting down, you pull up your strategic narrative, your mission as to what you're doing right now in the account, the goal, and you start listing out 25 bullet points. Well, all of a sudden, this is like way too many things. It's difficult to wrap your head around all of that. In fact, it's impossible to do that many different things at once. So the mission should really be relatively short. What, what all, what the majority of the actions in the, that you're taking are actually culminating to. As you know, this quarter, we're trying to boost product variations by 10%. Whatever it might be, you want to have those big overarching things at the top of this report. And then after you have, after you set up that T, then you can come in and actually look at what most people would just consider a, a report is the actual data. This is where you can do your trend analysis. If you're trying to, you know, lower a cost from 40% to 30% this month, this is where you keep track of that. And of course, you can also keep track of other metrics. Um, and you know, we talked about like, should we include like all the individual tiny specific metrics that you should be tracking? It's the obvious ones, right? Like impressions, clicks, CTR, CPCs, uh, revenue, sales, revenue and sales, same thing, ACOS, all of these things. Like, of course, you're listing all those things, add cost of total sales, you know, all of those things you're going to be listing. But really, of course, the data will include metrics that are relevant to your overarching mission. Um, and one thing we definitely wanted to mention was that trend analysis is a big part of this. For sure. I mean, if you don't know what's happened in the past, there's no way to interpret it what's going to be happening in the future, especially if you're in a volatile seasonal product. Um, there's huge gains and losses. And of course, there's there's also a, a ebb before the flow, typically with those products. Um, like we have, for example, um, one, one company that we've worked with before that has a seasonal product that's mostly based in fall. Well, everything else is kind of soft year round besides that that fall sort of product line. But then right before fall, people are doing other things and not thinking about that particular activity. And then it gets into it and explodes. But you need to have that strategic goal in mind so you can set place markers to, to really hit it, hit the ground running, so to speak. Right. Which is where like you want to do now, like the most recent time frame. Right. So like maybe it's seven days, 30 days versus past. 
So like 30 days versus 30 days, you know, this, uh, the first 20 days of the month versus the previous 20 days or the 20 days of the previous month. So I call, sort of call it like now versus past. And sometimes it's even relevant to throw in another time frame. So like uh, previous quarter or previous year that allows you to, you know, really get a good grip on things um, that tells you, you know, uh, where you are in relation to historic performance. It tells you where you're trending. All of these kinds of things can be really, really helpful. And if you can get a week by week breakdown and have that run cumulatively, uh, that really does help you out. So the data is really, really key here. Uh, the data points out the mission and it allows you to make a judgment. Like it's important to be a decisive PPC manager. You're either on track or off track. So the data helps back up that judgment. So really you have your mission, what you're trying to do, and you can say definitively X is good, Y is bad. These new campaigns we launched uh, are doing great. These other campaigns are lagging behind. We uh, have the data to back that up. This is what's happening in relation to the mission. And then the third thing you wanna do after mission, after data is the learning. The best PPC managers are always adding to their business intelligence. They're always adding to their understanding of how to best manage this campaign. They're adding to their overall skill set of like inputs and outputs. Like when I do blank things, when I launch new top of funnel keywords and sponsored brands, I generally get this kind of performance relative to the overall account spend, relative to the overall account ACoS. Like that kind of learning is so valuable. So you do mission, data, you're learning. We'd launched new top of funnel keywords that helped improve volume. The ACoS is slightly higher than the account average. That's okay because these are new top of funnel, cold traffic, keywords. And like now all of a sudden you're really getting good at evaluating data. You're becoming a stronger PPC manager. So you have to have to have to include what's good, what's bad, and determine why that's happening. Uh, and we were, when we were talking, like that's what really separates like PPC managers that are just doing PPC and like PPC managers that are actually like learning and leveling up. Cause it's, it's tough. You know, when I, when I get on the phone with someone and they're like, Hey, my sales are down 20%, uh, you know, can you help? And I'll ask them like, why do you think it is? And like, they need to have taken the time to try to determine why. And like that playing detective is one of the key things that any PPC manager does and reporting is your opportunity to do that, I think. For sure. Yeah, it, it's really the story behind the story. And and it kind of brings up something interesting. Uh, you know, about a year ago, well, over a year ago, that's when COVID started. So that's mm, really yeah, 20 years, 20 years ago, actually. 20 years ago. <laughs> so we're, we're talking about cycles and about data and about looking back at it and, and interpreting that. But COVID really threw everybody for a loop. I mean, if we're looking at before, we could look at year over year data and really interpret it, what's going to happen, you know, see seasonality cycles and stuff like that. Um, so COVID's really pushed our learning um, and how we're able to interpret data because we had to do that fast. You know, we had to do it on a dime sometimes because trends were going out of control in certain areas. Yeah, exactly. You know, when COVID hit, I was doing daily Facebook lives because it's like you learn like it allowed me to like do a lot of quick learning. It was like as if I was doing reporting on a daily basis. I wasn't just looking at data. I was relating it to like 
how the data fits into the overall structure and what is my like what am i actually what's my takeaway why do i think this is you know did we launch a sponsored display campaign and like it didn't pan out why is that i think like reporting isn't a time to determine if you're like a good or bad ppc manager if you're managing your campaigns good or bad every single person's account goes up and down yeah seemingly sometimes for random reasons it's not a time to like judge yourself uh or anything like that it's your time to sift through potentially the rubble or sift through the diamonds and try to determine how these things got here. Why is the performance so good? It's way more powerful to be able to say why the performance is good so that you can take continued action in that direction than feel like you're kept capturing lightning in a bottle and being like, wow, performance is good. Here's my report, see you later. Uh, Even if you're doing internal reporting for yourself, incredibly important that you understand Take time to understand why the data is doing what it's doing. And like this is the essence of reporting. Um, and there's one more thing after that. It's like after you sort of understand how you got the data that you got, how are you going to make it better? Like what tasks are you going to do? And what's your expectations of those tasks? So a perfect example in a report might say uh, mission, you know, grow sales 20%, uh, data, uh, you know, these new campaigns we launched uh, are off to a great start. They have X revenue, Y A costs. It's terrific. The learning is that people are responding well to these top of funnel keywords. Some are working, some aren't. We believe it has something to do with the competitiveness of the keywords. So to continue to improve the account, we're going to try to find other keywords that are similar to the ones that are converting well. We're going to do bid optimization to maximize our positions for those. We're going to do placement position position bidding to be sure that we're on top of search. And we're going to suppress the keywords that aren't working well uh, with lower bits. Like that, what I just did, like mission, data, learning, improvement, I think is what makes a report A+. Uh, and again, you should be doing this activity even if you are managing your own campaigns. Judge, I rest my case. <laughs> I think you leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I know we didn't talk at all about like what the tools are that we use to do reporting or like what the actual data that we report on or how often it gets updated and should you use 30 day windows or 14 or seven or 90 day windows, whatever. Those aren't the important parts of reporting because you, you can use all the tools in the world. You can use any time frame. But if you're just listing data, that's not a report. That's just data. Exactly. You need that story behind it. You need all those, the mission, data, learning, and improvement. Yeah, I think so. I think after we've done this, I think we need to go and freshen up our own reporting uh, to be sure that we hit all these things because it's a perfect opportunity to be like, oh yeah, like these are all the key things inside of any good report. The mission, what are you trying to accomplish? The data, what's moving in what direction, why it's moving in what direction, do your detective work, as well as improvement. Uh, what are the tasks that we're going to do based on the learning that we just got? And that, my friends, is how you do reporting. We'll see you next week here on the PPC Den Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye.